Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This My Burden Podcast. I'm your host, Perry. With me, as he always is, it's my co-host, Eric Smith. Happy, happy, joy, joy. 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 Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, That's two episodes in a row that we've opened up with singing. Hey. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, well. why not? I don't know, dude. Why not though? We had a really couple of weird pregame stuff that we just got I done like recording. It. it was it just kind of set the tone to get for the day. Weird. <laughs> we haven't gotten weird in a while. I feel good. It's time to get weird together. Let's get weird. Um, I'll tell you another reason why I feel weird. Uh, last night there was a storm that hit Lexington, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and much worse out in Western Kentucky, yeah. and. We had gone over to mom and dad's for dinner, and the storm started like moving in, and it was moving fast too. I mean, fast it, and furious, fast and furious. Tokyo drift, and we we were in the basement at their house. We don't have a basement here at our place, and we we're like, it's safer for us to be at yeah, you know, their house and be in a basement and everything because we got the baby and right. we didn't you know want anything to happen to her. When we were downstairs. We heard something fall. We heard something just fall over. We're like, oh, it's probably a trash can or the recycling bin or whatever. And it's just, you know, it's fine. Go up to leave. We look out the front door. What we heard fall was one of their trees in their front yard. And it fell completely parallel to my car and my sister's car. I mean, it was feet away. From destroying her car. It was crazy. And so they they got a tree removed. She hadn't been reading books about fixing cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so much. Um, but so they, they had a tree removed before in their front yard. They had three originally. Got that one removed. This tree fell over. And it fell into the third tree that was in their front yard. And they have to get that one removed now, too. Is this like dominoes right now? It was crazy, man. I mean, it it knocked down like a significant portion of it to the point where like it it was a big branch that fell Uh and it made the tree lean. Like if if we had if we had had another storm like that, that other tree would have fallen as well. So and like these were trees that were planted in the 1800s. Lord of mercy. I mean, because the land that they they live on used to be the farms that Henry Clay owned. So it was trees planted when Henry Clay was alive. And they just, they're gone. Man. So, sucks, right? It's crazy. So that's Papa Ritter's trying to find somebody to get these trees pulled up and moved out, right? They they did it this morning. Really? Like, I... He's on it, huh? Yeah. They they found out that the city does free tree removal. Oh. Um for like storm damage stuff like that i was hoping that it would be like him outside like like uh your mom like pulls back the curtain and he's got his shirt off and he's just got an axe and he's like, <laughs> yeah. and she's like damn look the at papa ritter right now <laughs> the world's biggest yeah. saw he's got like a cartoon he like wipes the sweat from his brow and like he's like yeah i didn't know you had Timberlands? <laughs> Where'd you get those? He went out and got everything, like to be like the be make it official, and he's just like, uh, did, did you grow a beard overnight? He grew a beard, everything, and he's Papa just like, Ritter. Oh, Papa Ritter! <laughs> Damn, 
what a weird day this has been. Yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, we don't normally talk about trees. <laughs> or I mean, I guess we do or, because Barry's dad bourbon. shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> and his mom looking out the window. <laughs> Going, okay. Getting all sorts of feels. All right. <laughs> I hate this. Um, anyway, <laughs> if you're listening to this for the first time, thank you so much for being here. Uh, you can go ahead and subscribe if you have not done so already. If you are returning because you just love the show so much and you have not yet done so, please leave us a five-star rating and review in your podcast app of choice. If you're on Spotify, you can now leave us a five-star rating. Uh, Apple, of course, you can still leave us a rating and review. We read out reviews here on the show. I haven't checked to see. We've only, it's only been two days since we recorded last, uh, but I don't think we have any new reviews to uh nope nothing new this week hmm. so sometime soon but uh you can also follow us on social media at my bourbon pod on instagram facebook and twitter at whiskey mutant uh on instagram that's me mainly uh you can find all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com you can buy tickets to our meetup weekend our event this is my bourbon weekend i think we've just kind of Falling back onto I mean, that being the name that's the for brand. it. That's the brand. So, yeah. Uh, that is going to be Memorial Day weekend. Uh, that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday pretty much is when the bulk of all that's happening. Saturday, we're going to be doing a live show with Chad from My Daily Bourbon and Jason from The Mash and Drum. You can find tickets for that at the Eventbrite link in the description of the episode below. Click it. Um, we are almost sold out of the all-in tickets, which is crazy. I think we're gonna have to to add some uh, some hotel rooms too. Yeah, we can do that long. anytime. We just need to. We gotta. Oh, we gotta figure out when our next meeting is. Yeah. Jeez, oh, got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Um, but you can also become a supporter of the show at Patreon.com/slash Bourbon Podcast. Links for everything are also in the description of the episode. Uh, little as a dollar a month helps us out. Little as five dollars a month gets, gets you, you bonus weird stuff, weird content, <laughs> weird stuff. Um. I don't know what to say about it. Anyway, uh, this week's this week's bonus stuff is bizarre. If you want to hear me spill vintage bourbon on myself, yeah, he can do so <laughs> in the season finale of <laughs> and and sampling me find a pick a uh, sample bottle that I thought was going to be amazing and it's undrinkable. Yeah, we literally couldn't even pour it in our glass. Nope. Anyway, I I don't I just. I'm so thrown off by the the weirdness of those two things that we just recorded. All right. Now we're back in the back dope. in the zone. So we're starting out this week with Flying Blind. Are we? Well, I've got something I want to blind you with. See, this was the part where I was going to go, "You know what? I came prepared for everything." And I was going to say, "Let's play a game." And then I was going to say, "Hey, will you go back and edit the uh Ghostface from Scream <laughs> saying that when I said that?" Because I was like, "I don't know if I don't know if we needed to do sips and snacks, so I brought us. I was going to give you the option, and then you throw out. I got something I want to blind you on. So now it's like just crazy. I, I so have now. something I really want to blind you. Okay, on. let's do. I was going to do sips and snacks, but then I had a blind that I wanted to blind you on, and let's just blind each other. Okay. Then. So here's what I'm going to do. You give me a glass. I'll give you a glass. I'll pour for you what I have for you. And then you can pour for me what you have for me. And then we drink them together. And we drink them together. Here's, here's yours. Mm. pop a lop a ding dong That doesn't make any sense. I don't know why I said that. I like it, though. That's <laughs> pop a lop a ding dong 
you know, I think I just need to go back to bed and start over again. <laughs> today is today is just a, a, a complete wash. No, it's not because we got not. double flying blind. Right double now. blind. Oh, double blind is what we call it when we blind each other. Yes. We got flying blind normally. Psh, sand. Ah! Oh, no. I not did it again. again. Ah. This is two weeks in a row. <laughs> Psh, sand. Okay. That this... smells good. I'm smelling the one that I poured for you first. Oh, I haven't poured. Oh, shit. Hold on. Time out. You didn't pour any for yourself? No. Well, I got to turn away again. All right. So you... All right. We're starting with the one you poured for me. Yes. Right. Okay. Oh, baby, that smells good. I've got a, I've got a story behind this one, too. Oh, okay. And there's, there's a good reason that I wanted to blind you with this. Okay. This nose, it smells older. What do you think in age-wise? Oh, man, it's so good. 12? Okay. It reminds me of Heaven Hill. Okay. But, oh, I don't know. It's kind of turkey-like, too. Okay, this is lower proof. I'm really thinking, like, high 80s, 90s. Um... I normally, it's got a good like mouthfeel too. So that makes me think it's an older, lower proof bourbon. You're on the right track. It's got a really good finish too. I was going to say the finish isn't like a hit you in the chest. I think I said this last time too. It's more of like, it just lingers. Like it's like. I could sip on this and not have to like keep going back for something. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I like that. It's a lot. it's like dangerous because it's lower proof. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's and despite say, the fact that it's got like a lot going on, it's very crushable. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Exactly, because it's almost like a man. It's almost like a. It's almost like cotton candy too. I got that. I get that kind of grape, uh, older oak. Yeah. Note too. But I don't think it's really twelve years old, eighties to nineties, possibly Heaven Hill or Turkey. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Ninety proof. Okay. Just over 10 years. Okay, yeah. So you were pretty close. Yeah. It's from Buffalo Trace. Oh, man. I was going to say Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare. The grape. I say grape. I know you did. And I was Eagle waiting. Rare every time. I was waiting for you to go, well, because I'm getting that grape, it's the Eagle Rare. Yes. So this is a pick that I helped kind of inspire in some ways but oh. i was not able to participate in because okay. i was out of town at the time this was done by our good friend dexter oh i know which one this is in conjunction with dixon the the beaumont inn i knew i knew about this bottle he he had texted me 
last year while we were on vacation um, and asked if I wanted to go or if I could go. And I was like, dude, I'm, I'm going to be out of town that day. He was like, look, I tried. That's <laughs> like, I know, I know, I know. Um, but so, yeah, he and Dixon and uh, Dexter's dad went too. I think some of his yeah, other family went. Yeah, he was went, telling but... me about that whenever I picked up that uh, Jefferson stick for, yeah. from him. But uh, he he sent me a message ask, it's saying that he had something for me. And I was like, oh, what is, what is this? What could, what could he have for me? Uh, and it was a bottle of this. So the thing is, too, he's got a bunch left. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I this is not my last bottle of this, I will say. Um, but it's it's weird to have a bottle of something that I like I was so close in the inspiration for, but never actually got to participate in. You know what I mean? Right. Um this is one of the best Eagle Rare picks I've ever had. I mean, I just I'm just gonna say it. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was an older turkey almost. Like, yeah. And my gut was saying Buffalo Trace and Purple and Eagle Rare, but like I, it just had this little bit. It was a just a tad bit different for me to not be confident enough to say, "Hey, this is Eagle Rare or Buffalo Trace or something." Are you gonna put it in that? I think I found out what I'm gonna do with this decanter. <laughs> it's it's a sign. Oh, dude, that's so good. Oh, and it's even more oh. Eagle Rare now that I know what it is. It's it's phenomenal. I, I mean, mm. and I, I asked Dexter, too, because I thought I remembered seeing that it was Mashbill 2. Mm-hmm. I asked if it was Mashbill 2 when I picked it up from him. Um, and he said, no, if it had been, I would have been all over it. And yeah. you probably wouldn't have seen a bottle. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's it's incredible, oh, man. Oh, I'm I'm holding on to the rest of that as well. Um, so I hope that what you poured for me lives up to what I just poured for you. Well, you know what? I don't know because I've never had this. I literally just got it and opened it. Neither one of us have had this. Well, I'll explain later. But we've technically not had this before, so I don't even know what it tastes like. Do I know what this is? Do we talk about this? I don't this? know. I don't know. I don't think we've ever mentioned it's it. It's not what we talked about last night. No, not yet. No, for, for that we're actually going to do for the review. I've got both of those for the review. Okay, so this is something completely no, different. This is I. I saw this this morning leaving work at Ernie's, and I bought it because it was the price was like I could. It was not going to hurt me if I didn't like it. I like the nose. Oh wow, kind of citrusy. Yeah, dude, it's like. It's like a lemon pound cake or something. Yeah. Whoa. It's it's a little dry. It's very dry. Is this older? I don't know. Like it does it's not age stated. I don't know. Like this will be a little segment at the end after we I reveal this that me and you will probably sit here and try to figure out what this is. Because I have no clue. I'm too curious. I'm too curious. But What's the you... proof you think on that? Um, Dude, I like that. I like it. It's almost... It's, it's almost... It's kind of bready. 
Yeah, I want to say like 115. It's 120, 1.5. So, I was going back and forth between 115 and 120. Um, it it again is another one that reminds me a lot of Heaven Hill. I mean, but I, and I said that last week, and it turned out to be MGP. So okay, so have you heard of Curly and Company? No. So this is this is so Ernie's got. That's a Kentucky Owl bottle. Yeah, they got this in, <laughs> and I had no idea what it was. I hadn't had time to research it. They got a small batch, and then they got a, this is a single barrel, 121.5 proof. This is Curly and Co. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. What's the price? Distilled and bottled in Kentucky. Uh, he get. I hate saying this. He gave me the the frequent customer price. Yeah. I paid sixty dollars for this. Boy, I am buying one of those. I, don't I am know. going. I am going over there before it's, it's seventy five. <clears throat> don't care. Don't care. I am going and picking up one of those before I get my daughter from preschool. <laughs> e. J. Curley and Co. And he didn't really know much about it. He said they got bottles and uh, here's what the here's what the back says. After the Civil War. Oh, Irish-born soldier Edmund Curley sourced pure limestone filtered water from our natural cavern far below Earth's surface to produce one heck of a smooth drinking bourbon. Your mom's a natural cavern. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. That's a good one. <laughs> our offering honors those who won their liberty at Camp Nelson, forging a more perfect union. Distilled in Kentucky, bottled by E.J. Curley and Co. Stanford, Kentucky. Camp Nelson? I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, look, like, I have no idea where it's from. It, I don't know. Turkey? <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't know anything about it. And when he told me that he would give me the discount and it was going to be like sixty-five bucks out the door, I was like, one hundred twenty-one proof Kentucky bourbon, sixty-some dollars out the door. I said, I'm going to get it and I'm going to open it with Perry and see what we think. I have no idea what it is. I don't. I don't think it's Barton. No, it doesn't taste anything like Barton. I can't get. I can't get past um, the Fort Nelson thing or Camp Nelson. I know because now I'm starting to think Turkey, but it doesn't remind me of Turkey very no. much. Like even older Turkey, it doesn't doesn't drink like this. Right, right, right. Um, I want to say it's probably Heaven Hill. See, that's what I was kind of thinking too when you said Heaven Hill, but. Dude, I am one hundred percent getting a bottle of this. I I love the way it looks too. Yeah, I, I think it's just a beautiful <laughs> it was design. My, it was on the back shelf where like all the new releases are yeah. that they put, and I had no idea about it. That's just crazy. It's it's rare that I get blindsided. With a product I've never heard of before. Yeah, I don't like, know anything about Because, I mean, you know, I see the, the TTB stuff just about daily. And, you know, if there's something new that people are, you know, excited about, they send it to me or, or yeah. whatever. Like, I, I am completely just thrown off by the fact that this is even yeah. a thing. I know I do. But I'm already so on board with it. Yeah. I mean, it feels like... Doesn't it feel like a... Uh, like like a a single barrel of Elijah Craig. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, it reminds me of something like that. 
It reminds me of old Elijah Craig, like the the ones that used to be in the pirate bottle. Yeah, not necessarily like the 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 barrel proof ones, like more towards the the small batch ninety four proof twelve year old. Dude, that's it's so good though. Yeah, I don't know what the small batch tastes like, but I was I saw the proof on the one twenty one. I was like, what's the proof on the small batch? I don't remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm getting it. this, and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not thinking twice about it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I'm I'm a big big fan of that. At that price too. Yeah. I, that's astounding to me <laughs> that it's as affordable as it is. Yeah, I was expecting him to be like one of those over a hundred dollar bottles, and I was gonna be like, no, I'll pass on that. But when he was like. Well, it's seventy five. I'll give you, you know, your little customer discount. I was like, okay, I'll take it. It needs a cigar with it. I wouldn't know anything about that, but I would grab a freaking fudge round right now well, and then... eat it all over it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Eat it all over it. I mean, I would be all over it with a fudge round. Eric, <laughs> I know it's only been two days since we recorded, but. I think we at least have a couple of things to talk about what we've been drinking recently. Well, I think we can lead into talking about our new riff pick by talking about uh, lunch we had yeah. before. And we stopped at Libby's um, in Covington and got some brunch, I guess you would say, brunch, lunch. And uh, they have a great bourbon selection. And on Thursdays, you get half off of vintage Yeah, you do. Pours. So, me and Embellish Pod. Hi, John. Hi, John. Uh, we tried some I.W. Harper, and it was. Do you remember? 15? 15, 15 yeah, years? Yeah, 15 years old. It was. It was. <sighs> magic. Like, I just sat and smelled it the whole time, almost. I was just like, this just smells like the creation of bourbon. Like, it was so good. Um, and we actually ended up finishing the bottle. And yeah. Chad, my daily, kept the bottle because he's got some crazy plan for it. Um, but The old so-and-so. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. It's just so nice. It's so nice every once in a while when you've been used to... There's nothing wrong with... Like, we were getting ready for the new riff pick. I'd had a little bit of new riff before. Um... You know, we'd been drinking a lot of MGP stuff, a lot of younger stuff, and it's just so nice to just sit down with something older like that. Yeah. Oh, I I gotta say though, did I say did I say what I what I had at Whiskey Weekend um, in my tasting when we spun the wheel? Mm-mm. No, you didn't. That that was probably thinking of an older bourbon but we got to try we spun the wheel and Grease had acquired a bottle of elijah craig 18 international release pre-fire that's right yeah distilled in 1979 i perry i don't even know how to describe how good that was it was nothing like you hear Elijah Craig 18, you're like, oh, whatever. This was pre-fire Elijah Craig 18 from 1979, or it was distilled in 1979. And it was, 
It was one of those things where you take a sip and you just sit back in your chair. There was room full of people. Everybody was trying it. And I felt like I was in my own, like... It's like that scene in Ratatouille where he gets... <laughs> yes! <laughs> it zooms into his, his eyeball yeah. and he gets sent back to... Yeah. yeah, it was like I just saw, like, my birth and, like, me growing up and, like, discovering bourbon and, like, all this stuff happened. Like, no joke, it was just... I don't know. I don't know. It was just like magical. Magical. And it was it made me think like, man, I wish that I had more stuff that like was like that legendary type deal. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you something that uh was not magical. Hey, <laughs> on the opposite end of that this, uh it was the Jim Beam bottled and bond decanter that Chad my daily bourbon and I finished off. I hey, I can't which, say I beat him look, a lot, but like I feel like I won on on. You that. absolutely yeah. did. Um, I mean, it, it was per pour it, because it was half off Thursdays or whatever vintage Thursdays. I think is what they called it. Um, it was only twelve dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, per pour. It looked like and a genie bottle. It did. I mean, it looks. It's a really cool looking bottle. And he's I, got and it too. I yeah. So he's got something he's gonna do with those for the the meetup. I would really rather never mind it. We we don't have to talk about it right now. Um <laughs> but it was awful. It was just horrible. And I like it had clearly turned that it was cloudy when we got the pour. We did them a favor. We did them a favor by finishing it off. I mean, there were literally two ounces of it left, and Chad and I each had one. And I I like took it I took a sip of it before Chad tried his. And I looked I just looked at him and essentially just kind of like gave him the universal sign for like uh-uh uh no 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 bad stuff not good. Um he chugged it and chased it. I I chugged it as well. I took one like like courtesy sip. While me and John are over here just like enjoying your I nose down in the glass and just going to town on it. So I I took a sip, hated it, and then chugged the rest of it. Because I was like, you know what? I, what what else? I'm not gonna enjoy it if I like continue to sip on it. <laughs> but it it was it was rancid, man. I mean it was it was real bad. But then after that, because it was our pick day and I was having a good time and I wanted to enjoy myself. I I had their their bourbon special of the week, which is two ounces of whatever their bourbon of the week is, and then a Miller High Life Pony, and it was early times bottled and bond, and it rekindled my love for that bourbon. <laughs> like I've I've got to before they switch over to, you know, Buffalo Trace Juice or Barton or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I've got to I've got to get a couple bottles just because. It's that. It's that amazing. Yeah, I'll go there and get one of those, they and got, I'm gonna get one of the of the curlies. Of, uh, early times. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Um, but I also just love Miller High Life. It's champagne, right? It's champagne of beers. Yeah. It's my beer of choice. It used to be PBR. Who's your bear of choice? My bear of choice. <laughs> <laughs> I was so blindsided by that question. Um. My bear of choice. Uh, probably Winnie the Pooh. Okay. He's just... He's so lovable. He is. Let's do that or Yogi. Yeah. He's smarter than your average bear, you know? I don't... That whole tie thing, though, man, just throws me off. 
He's trying to be a human. Would you just rather he was completely naked? Well, it's a tie. At least Pooh has a shirt on. Yeah, but he's... What's he trying to... He's not hiding anything. He might as well be naked. It's a weird conversation. Yeah, I don't know. So because we recorded just a couple of days ago, we don't have as much to cover as we, we normally do, but we're going to do our best to scrape from the bottom of the barrel, as it were. And uh, Oh, do you know what uh, I did see on Instagram? What's that? Uh, My Daily Bourbon shared the story about the news about Barton um, closing down their uh, tours. Yeah, you're way late on that, My Daily Bourbon. When did he po- post that? This like, morning? Today? <laughs> Chad! <laughs> you're way late, bro. It's going to sound even better because this is going to be like a week later. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll tell you something that we can talk about. Is the uh, San Francisco World Spirits competition. Because there have been medals that have been awarded. Who won? Over the past few days. Uh, Quite a lot of people. Really? A lot of stuff we've had. Uh, Stuff we've had, stuff we've said that we would like to have. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to to go over. Um, do you want to just talk about the Kentucky bourbons? Just do the main ones. Like, I don't know even how you say that, but like, what's was is there like a freaking champion of everything? Well, they do... Um, over 10 years or single barrel or something they, like that. They do just by, by like quality. Right. I, I think is the way that they technically do that um there i mean there is some really significant stuff to, to anything talk about. you see that's significant just throw it out there i uh, pursuit united batch two got silver discovery series six got double gold hmm. uh 1790 like i said barton really struck <laughs> struck gold hmm. here they're bottled and bond, foolproof, and sweet wheat all got double gold. Dude, I'm not a fan of their sweet wheat. I, a lot of people love it. I don't. I have a bottle. It's not, maybe I need to revisit it. I'll bring it over. We'll yeah, we what. should. We definitely should. Um, Barrel Bourbon Batch 30 got double gold, but 32 got silver? Was 32 the last one we tried? 32 is the one that we were just in love with. Hang on. These judges. Hang on. That's 28. <laughs> oh, 30? 30. There's 30. Let's do it. I'm I'm curious now because I don't know if I agree with you, San Francisco Spirits competition. Let's call it Fred Minute. World Spirits? Call it Fred. Okay, right. 30 does smell amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that smells pretty good. Yeah. Okay, mm. maybe I do agree with them. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't know if I like the finish that much, though. Oh. Oh. Oh, I do love 30. 32, though, has a more, like, limited edition (laughs) bourbon quality to it. I think I like 32 more. I think I do, too. I like the finish on 32 way more than the finish on 30. I agree. Uh, Benchmark Bonded got a double gold. That's nice. Good job, Benchmark. Blue Note got a couple couple of double of golds. Double of golds. Hey, those single that single barrel we had a blue note was really good. That's very true. Taylor's single barrel got double gold. Like, of course it did. It better. You put each single barrel into a competition, it better get something. Yeah. yeah. 
Elijah Craig small batch, double gold, but barrel proof A122 silver. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, the new 1783 from Evan Williams got double gold. There's a there's a lot of stuff on here. I'm sorry. <laughs> small set, small batch select. Excuse me from from Four Roses got double gold. Regular Jim Beam got double. I like that. Interesting. All right. Here's here's where <laughs> I can't wait. Here's here's something that I completely not only do not understand but disagree with. Kentucky Al Wiseman got double gold. In the poop category? <laughs> Are you 12? <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't think of anything else. That's really funny <laughs> that that was what you went for. Um, and, and then their, their rye, the Wiseman rye, got single gold. I mean, I, I will not comment on that because I haven't tried. Yeah, I mean, like I'm. I imagine that I'm gonna like that rye better than, better than the bourbon. Um, a bunch of golds for New Riff. That's good. Oh man, Thomas Moore. Sorry, Thomas Swan Moore. Chardonnay finished. Oh, Swan Chardonnay. Swan Chardonnay finished. Double gold. Oh, I will agree because I have been saying for ever that that product is the best one that came out in that original tree out of all the ones you let me try um that chardonnay was my favorite one okay uh weller racked it up too uh weller single barrel double gold william larue weller double gold antique 107 double gold 12 year old double gold um man and woodford's uh double oak got double gold <laughs> about that mm. um <laughs> let's go back to weller uh okay okay that's fine um i get it i quit but i get it um yeah i mean it, it's it's one of those things that i know that a lot of people like to tout or talk about with the you know their their prizes and their right. awards and everything but the thing is like I, I mean, does it make any difference to you if a bottle has won a gold or a double gold? It doesn't make a difference to me. I don't know how that makes a difference to maybe somebody who doesn't, is not into it as much as us. Yeah. Like, if you're at Total Wine or you're at Liquor Barn or somewhere and you see that gold medal on there and you don't know what you're looking for, that's a good way to get somebody to grab your bottle. But... i tell you what I'm going to do. What I'm going to do. I'm not going to do it. Okay, so I, I just put a, a poll up on Instagram. And by the time this episode comes out, it, it's going to be it's going to be over. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll probably talk about it. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll at least mention it by the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, but I asked, does it matter to you or are you influenced by products winning medals at the San Francisco or just just in general in general um so you know and and you know people can still let us know how they feel about it one yeah. way or another i mean please shoot us a message comment on the thing yeah post it in the facebook group yeah let us know because i i mean i am genuinely curious um because i do think that we are a little bit too close to the story yeah <laughs> to actually have like a a <clears throat> good a, a good take on this, or at least a take that is a little yeah. bit more neutral. Um, just and, and you know, we we try so many things that it becomes hard for us to be like, 
And we're always like, you know, everybody's palate's different, you know. Yeah, exactly. Who, who knows what they were tasting? They, yeah. you know. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so overall, an interesting spread for this year's. Uh, what San, did San one foot cock get? I uh, well, it's not out yet. Oh yeah, sorry. So, yeah the the one foot cock's not not emerged. Okay, just yet. Yeah, it peaks at certain hours. It does. It's true. Yeah. Um, the uh the bottles for from Maker's Mark for this year's uh Derby, or excuse me for Keeneland, uh are out and about right now too. Uh, they are really really pretty. I don't know if you've seen them or not. I haven't seen the new ones. Um, they here. I'm gonna shoot it over to you real quick. They're they're like completely. So they've got their normal like wax drip. But they're also like completely covered in this like bronze paint as well. That just I like that. Yeah, they look really, really good. Oh, I like that black that black wax one. I do too. Oh, that's really nice. I I really like the black waxed one. Um I I think that we're a little bit late on talking about this, but at the very least, like as a collector's piece, and the thing is, like, I know that a lot of people, and we've even said this before on the podcast. Say that, you know, why would you spend that much money on a bottle of bourbon that you're never going to drink? This would be like one of the few times. Like like if, if it's at least pretty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm, if I buy a piece of art, I'm still going to like display it and, you know, right. show it off for everybody. But um, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, you can still get some good whiskey out of it. But, you know, just to keep everything intact. Just buy that bottle. And then turn around and just yeah. buy a regular bottle of Maker's Mark and enjoy that. Yeah. And then make a cool show yeah, it's, with it, all your dis- display. Yeah, it's not like you're not already spending a pretty good amount of money yeah. to pick up this bottle. What's yeah. 30 extra dollars? Right. You know? Um, they're really, really good looking bottles. Yeah, I really mean, the, nice. the labels on them are... It looks like it's based off of, like, hand-painted images. Um, I I kind of wish that i had gotten one of these just to i feel like if i would have started early collecting those that i would have just not stopped yeah i would have kept going especially the kentucky wildcat bottles and stuff like yeah. that. yeah all right we need to talk about this because i think it's something that we mm, it's it's not unimportant to the things that we typically like to cover or talk about on the podcast. I say like to talk about, I don't like talking about this, but I think it's important for us to, to discuss it. Um, Diageo is being sued by the, by a former blender at bullet, a former, former blender. Um, Ebony major is her name. And she created Blender Select. Okay. Oh, yeah, I have that. That's yeah. really good. I love Blender Select. It's hands down my favorite product that, that yeah, came from really good. came from Bullet. Um and it, it's it's really unfortunate. I don't normally be like, eh, trigger warning, but look, if you're uncomfortable with conversations about, you know, um racial disparity and sexism and stuff like that. Um this might not be the story for you. Jump ahead a few minutes. Um, but so this was published in the New York Times by our buddy Clay Risen, 
who we interviewed mm-hmm. not too long ago. Um, and directly from his article, it says, Miss Major, who is 31, was already in meditation, uh, mediation, excuse me, with Diageo and would leave a few months later. In fact, she alleges in a lawsuit filed on Friday, long before the debut, de- debut, debut of uh, Blender Select, she was the subject of persistent racial hostility, including pay discrepancies and demeaning treatment by coworkers. When she took her concerns to her bosses, she said in an interview, she was met with indifference and over time calculated efforts by the company to isolate her and eventually push her out. So here, here's the thing that like, I think is the most important topic of discussion with this, despite the fact that this is wrong. And I, I, I think that, and, and look, I just did a pick with Bullet. Yeah. But every time that I do anything with Bullet or any time I like talk about their product, I am constantly reminded of the fact that there is so much controversy yeah, around them. Exactly. There is so much issue that that people have with them. Um and it's really unfortunate because I I I want to like them, but they're constantly giving me reasons not to. Yeah. But so in the the thing that we we need to be aware of i think at least in this space is two things one we say that bourbon is inclusive but it's not always shown that way especially at a corporate level yeah i mean it, we our community i think of bourbon drinkers and consumers is really really good and i think that we have gotten to a good place where we have all accepted the fact that we don't come from the same walks of life life excuse me and that we can just we can be united by bourbon, um, but uh, like there's there's that aspect of it. But also that there's I hate talking about this, but there is still this underlying element of our community doesn't know, and the people who like influence our community don't know how to accept people of color. It's true. You know, and yeah. and I mean that's that's way beyond just bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's <laughs> that's a greater discussion that I don't think we're in the appropriate place to, right. to comment on. Um, but it's man, I I hate seeing this. You know, like I felt like finally we were kind of getting past everything with bullet, and we were just kind of like you know the 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 dues have been paid and the debts right. have been written off and everything. And now we've got this. Now we've got th- this again. And I, I just don't know, like what more do we, what more do we have to do? How much further do we have to keep going? Like, it, it, is it just <clears throat> going to be something that we have we to, we need to ex- go forward. I know. We, of, no, 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 no. That's no. the thing you said. Yeah. We need to go forward. No, I know backwards. we do, but like, uh, is this just something that we have to accept as like part of the the story of bourbon? We shouldn't have right to now? accept that. No. no, I know, I I agree, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, you know, the the I I I just hate this. Yeah. So much. Like, I don't I don't want to be talking about this. I don't want this to be the focus of like, you know, bourbon's fun and we're you know a great community and la 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 la. But the thing is, like, there is a seedy underbelly. Mm-hmm to a lot of what we we yeah. get into i mean like even the history of like jack daniels which you know of course is it's bourbon but yeah, it <laughs> but like that was built off the backs of you know slaves mm-hmm. and and people who were slave owners and you know 
the I, I um excuse me, Uncle Nearest. Yeah. Which actually is, you know, the the guy who taught like Jack Daniels how to distill and whatnot. And we're we're in an age now where this information is easily available. Like it's not something that you can just say you don't know because you don't have the means to it. Like you can do research. You can see this. Like it's there. Yeah. So uh, it's just it's really sad. It's really unfortunate yeah. and. I think that we, you're right. We do have so much further to go. Yeah. And the the article, I'm going to share the article link in the um in the description of the the episode as well. And I got one more thing to add to that because I was scrolling through earlier on Instagram, and my buddy Frank, Burb your enthusiasm on mm-hmm. Instagram, he is doing a live chat with her dude my my first thought was we should get her on the podcast yeah i mean i'm i'm deadly serious about it that we we should talk to her and we should give her the opportunity to you know share her side of the story by the time this comes out go to burb your enthusiasm on instagram and frank will have done a live chat with her about this subject and you can watch it on replay because he puts all his stories and his interviews on replay. So yeah. I would check that out. Burb your enthusiasm. Yeah. Over the next couple of weeks, we're gonna we're gonna work on getting her on the show because I I think that that's something. I don't know. We've touched on it. I think that it's something that we've always kind of underlyingly had like as a part of our narrative mm-hmm. of the of the podcast as well. But I think it's you know important that we give her the opportunity yes. to you know speak out Mm -hmm. and and everything but uh like i said the article is in the description of the episode so go and check that out read it for yourself um but we are uh yeah it sucks man it does it does a lot uh we got a few ttb labels that we're going to be talking about before we move on to our review the new bardstown discovery series it's discovery series eight i was gonna say eight i was gonna say seven yeah, I, I I don't think I've had seven. I don't think I've had much since like four or five. I've got, um, and I didn't know this until I was at Bardstown not too long ago, but they have uh, airplane bottles of some of the Discovery series and Fusion as well. So I got four and six, and we haven't had the chance to like yeah. do anything with that just yet, uh, but we will try to do so. Can I be honest? I'm not a big fan of Fusion. See, I'm the opposite. I like fusion more than I do discovery Ooh. because and, and it's, it's mostly because of the intrigue behind like what they can do with their own product. Mm-hmm. Like discovery is basically them just, yeah, I get yeah Sourcing other product and, and blending it together, which everybody does. Uh-huh. But with fusion, you're getting the own, their own distillate yeah. and they're actually trying to figure out ways to like make it work. Even if it's not in its own, Right. capacity no, it's it. normal I'm just capacity. saying like i just have yet to find i've got a, like two bottles of the first couple of fusions and then i've tried a few of the newer ones and i just i'm not saying they're bad i've just not been a big fan of them watch out perry watch out almost had another disaster um this is fusion three okay and that was 2019 or 2020 I think I can't remember, um, but I, I mean, I put it in like either my honorable mentions or like very, you know, it, it was at like number 10 or number nine. 
on my best of list. See, I love the nose. Yeah. I mean... I'm not trying to like convince you. No, that no, no, no. I'm you know, just trying to say. To I'm trying to opinion. say what I'm saying about it. It's just like, I don't know. I would rather save up another two weeks by the discovery than take the sixty or seventy dollars. And that's fair. I don't know. I think maybe once, maybe I need to try one of the newer ones where their sure. product is aged a little bit more because I still get they put this one is thirteen year Kentucky, three year. Um, Weeded and three-year rye bourbon from Bardstown. And I still, it just tastes a little grainy to me. Yeah. Um, but that, that was just me saying, like, I'm how I am. Yeah. I, I completely understand. I get it. I just think that, like, as far as experimental mm-hmm. things go. Well, that's more of their, um, that's, that's getting closer to what you could just say, this is straight up just Bardstown Bourbon Company. Yeah. And and I I am excited for when we just have just Bardstown, Bardstown Bourbon, Bourbon Company, Company bourbon, yeah. like just straight up yeah. their own. And you're stuff. not automatically turning to the side and going, "What exactly?" Is in this? Yeah. yeah, and I mean, like, it it'd be cool if they still put like you know all the mash bills and everything that yeah. went into it and how old it was and everything. But you know, I I am looking forward to when it is not you know forty percent thirteen year sourced bourbon. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I, get it I want it to be Bardstown Bourbon Company's product, but anyway, um, Discovery Series Eight is coming in uh, at one fourteen point one proof. I uh, it is it, it's it's not a bourbon. Hmm. It is blended whiskey. Okay, sixty six percent Kentucky, twelve year old Heaven Hill juice, seventeen percent Indiana, seven year uh, MGP bourbon. Looks like eleven uh, percent Canadian corn whiskey. Oh, twelve years old from Ontario. Okay, and six uh, percent Indiana six year ninety five five rye. Damn. Yeah. Crazy stuff, right? I mean, I, I'm I'm excited to try it. I'm curious, like right. you know, th- this is not something that they are. Um. That's an interesting lineup, I guess. I yeah, it is. It it really is. But I, I'm I'm not put off by it. Yeah. I just I want I got to know. Got to know. Got to know. know. Um, have you seen the uh there there have been these like bottles that have come out. They're called like the Senator or the Yes. Yeah. Yes. So there's one yes. called that's coming out called the the Cabinet, um, from the same brand. I, I think it's it's really hard to tell, but I think it's from Proof and Wood is the name of the company that's that's making it, and it's a blend of of rye and bourbon. Okay, bottled this year. Uh, looks like it's going to be one ten proof. I'm not entirely sure uh, if that's accurate because the way that it's scribbled onto the uh, the label is really funny looking. Um, but they they've gone so far as to include like everything that's gone into it. Uh, 2013 rye, nine years. Uh, another 2013 rye, that's nine years. Uh, 2014 rye, aged at least seven years. 2015 rye, aged at least six years. And a 2017 bourbon, aged at least four years. 
Uh, the rye is 95.5, and the bourbon is 75% corn, 21% rye, 4% barley. Um, I have not tried any of these yet. I haven't had any either. I've heard pretty good things about mm-hmm. it, though. Like, nothing that's been like, oh, you, you don't drink this. It's, right. you know, rocket or whatever. Um, but I don't know. It's interesting that, they, uh, that they're doing all this. Um, Healing Station has a, uh, a a new product coming out from what they're calling their Vintage Series. Uh, it's going to be eight years old and 100 proof. Uh, it's got a nice little, nice little orange label. Uh, but be on the lookout for that. 52% corn, 44%, whoo, 44% rye. Oh, wow. My goodness. 4% multi-barley. That's the highest rye I think I've ever seen. Um, yeah, that's, I, I'm, I'm interested in it. I, I think Healing Station has been pretty good. Uh, the single Overall. barrels I've had have been really good. Yeah. Uh, and then last but not least, Remus has a new product coming out that's called Gatsby Reserve. I saw somebody post that in our group chat. Yeah. I didn't, know, I didn't look into it or see what it was about. Yeah, 15 years old, 115 proof. I got to get one. <laughs> that sounds good. I've got to, I've got to get one. You say 15 years? 15 years. Is that just the MGP, 15-year MGP? Uh, I am looking right now. Because if it is, uh, yes, we will definitely need to get one. I... Yes, it is MGP. So 15-year MGP. Sorry, it's not MGP. It's Ross and Squib. It's Squidward and Patrick. No, it's it's Ross from Friends and Squidward. Oh, Ross and Squidward. <laughs> Got it. But seriously, 15-year MGP? Yeah. I, I mean, it. and, and it's, it. it's not... Why am I still holding this bottle? Um, it's not like MGP at that age is typically, you know... Very, very affordable. I mean, 15 years is probably going to wind up being like 150, 160, close to something like that. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'll split it with. What was you. the proof? 115. I'll take it. Yeah, for sure. Faux show. You want to get into our review? Sure. We got. Here's. Okay. I want to preface this by saying one thing and one thing only. <laughs> we cannot. Talk about the look of the bottle. Does that make sense? Okay. <laughs> because literally everybody else that has done a review of this has said, well, the packaging's nice, though. I mean, it looks less like the raw bottle. <laughs> so we are going to be reviewing batches one and two of Castling Key's first bourbons. Um, you all right? No, he had it in a uh, uh, one of those airplane oh, yeah. things. Shipping, Shipping things. things. Thingies. Um, so the, the batch one is a completely new bottle, and uh, batch two has been poured into a sample bottle. Yeah. So. I, I am, despite the fact that we have been a little bit disparaging of the... Oh, that, Whoa! That cork is heavy. <laughs> I Jeez. think that cork just yeeted itself. <laughs> um, despite the fact that like we've we've talked pretty poorly about this, or you know, the thing is, we haven't had this before, and I, in some ways, am like really excited to try it, just because of how long it's been that 
we've been like, oh, cats, like we got to know what their bourbon's going to be like. And it's steeped in all this history and everything. And, and you know, do I have high hopes for it? Not really. <laughs> but I'm still I'm still looking forward to to getting the chance to try it. Um, do you want to go ahead and pour one and two next to each other? I can. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, I think it's perfectly fine for us to say what we think on paper and then try it and say what we think once we try it. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. No, and I, I think that somebody was. We we talked about it after, like we did that that episode where we said this is the problem with Kentucky uh, Castle and Keys first bourbon, and then we had a little bit of backlash to it, and people were like, "Oh, you haven't even tried it yet." And I was like, yeah, I can't believe you're not even excited for it. And I was like. No, we are excited for it. Like, we want to know what this is. We yeah. want to have a positive reaction but to it. It's like if a video game comes out and the trailer or the description makes you not excited about it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be like, you know what? Even though that sounds bad, I'm still, I'm. this is going to be good. Yeah. You know, yeah, we're excited to try it because of our uh, curiosity, but we don't have to be immediately excited because of what was written up doesn't i don't even make us excited for it like that's just how it is um (laughs) i almost said what i wasn't gonna say i 98 proof i think batch two is also 98 proof i think that is yeah um and they're both four years old i'm gonna say one thing It, <laughs> it's too much. You think it is? I think so. I think it's too much. I hmm. Know. I don't know. I I would I would prefer something simpler. That's all I'm gonna say. That's fair. Okay. Okay. You know, I gotta be honest with you. I don't hate the nose. I don't hate it either. I don't. Um. What? <laughs> you don't hate it either. No, I'm trying to I nose know. and talk. I know. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. I'm just saying, like, part of me likes it, and part of me is wanting something more. Wanting something more. Yeah. But it, but it has this nice, like, crisp honeycomb. I was gonna say a honey, honey crisp apple. Yeah. It's very, very fruity. Leaning toward apple to me. I I really don't hate this. The more I smell it, the more I like it. Yeah. I, I like the nose better. Right off the bat, I was a little taken back by it. It was a little off to me. But the finish is better. I'm not I'm not ready to comment yet, interestingly enough. Those were my initial reactions. I need to sit with it for a second. Okay. I'm going to take another sip before I say anything. Um, if this, to me, if this tasted like the nose, I would be way more happy. I don't hate it. I can't say that it's bad. There's just something off about it to me.
it's like a uh, it's like a really good cherry coke, but it's flat to me. Like you know, it's got potential, but it's there's something like holding it back. Well, let me let me just say this. It is missing some darker notes that I would really like. Um, darker fruits, more barrel influence, I would say. Um, it is quite sweet. It's got a lot of like heat, despite the fact that it's 98 proof. I like it, though. I'm I'm actually... I'm leaning towards really, really liking it. I, I mean, I en- I enjoy the heck out of this. I think I, it, and part of it is probably because I went in with such low expectations. Yeah. Um, <sighs> it just tastes flat to me. Like it, like. That's it, interesting because I feel like I'm just getting more from it than, than you are. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, like, whatever. I, I feel no, no. I'm saying. I know. Like, I, know what you I, mean. I feel like there's. It's almost like there's a cap, and it's just. I I smell it, and I'm like, this this is this has the potential to be good, and then I taste it, and I'm like, it's good, but like there's something about it that's just holding it back. Yeah, like, it's just flat. To I get me. it. I totally get that. Um, I I. Went back for a third sip, and maybe I'm that's... coming. I'm coming back a little bit off of it, but I still don't. Here's the thing: this doesn't taste like anything else that's on the market. No, I think if if nothing else, they have created a distinct flavor profile for themselves. This is probably going to be better at a higher proof. I was and maybe, say, maybe even at a single barrel. Maybe it's the proof that's getting yeah. Me. I don't know. Yeah, the finish is a little wonky. I just, it's 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 not my favorite thing, but I I truly do not hate it. At well, I guess we'll do our rating, but like, I mean, what is this? Fifty five dollars? Something like yeah, fifty five sixty. I'm not mad at that at all, but I just feel like it, it, there's something holding it back. Like yeah, I, I want to know. I want more. This yeah. was batch one. We've obviously got batch two. It's so. kind of corny. Like it's it it's kind of like unbuttered popcorn. You know what I mean? Is I mean I'm sure we can look it up. What's the mash bill on this? Is it the same as the uh, the blue run? It's not. No, is it? no. Because the blue run's was, a higher higher. Yeah. Up. This this mash bill should be. It should be identical to what the original Taylor bourbon was. Man, I just, it, it kind of pisses me off because, <laughs> it really does, because, yeah, I, like, I can taste the potential in this, and maybe that's me just being picky, and I'm not normally that picky, but I don't know, like, the hype and the anticipation for this, like, I feel like this has all the potential and there's just something like capping it. And I don't know if it's the proof. I don't know if it needs another year. I don't know. Okay. So there are three 
there's three recipes that they they make. Uh, one of course is their rye, which we're not worried about right now. Yeah. Um, the other one, seventy three percent corn, seventeen percent malted barley, and either ten percent rye or wheat. Do we know what's in this? I or did they blend them? I don't know. Hmm. I will say that's what I liked about the uh, the Blue Run is... Um, the high rye. Well, they legit told us what the mash bill was right on the bottle. Yeah. It says it on there. Uh, batch 2 is 99 proof. Okay. Not 98. All right. Again, it just feels like a like a middle <laughs> finger towards the legacy of E.H. Taylor. Um, from the Castle and Key website, it does say that these are rye bourbons. Okay. God, the nose is completely different. <laughs> Maybe this is Whoa! Weird. No, it okay. is! Okay, I'm making it sure. It is! It's completely different. And tell me, like, I texted you earlier about I got... Uh, we were going to try to do one and two, like, and you said they put these out because I was I was clueless about it. I didn't know they put both of them out close together, like right? at the same time, essentially. Even though I think that initially what they wanted to do was batch one was going to come out in the spring and batch two was going to come out in the fall, right? But I think that the demand was so high for the bourbon at all that they just had to put out one and two at the same time. Yeah. You know, or very, very, very close to each other. Dang. That's it's so like different. night and day, dude. <laughs> the nose on batch one is like straight cigar tobacco. But batch two's got this like like fruitcake thing about it. You hit it on the head. Um there is this bread and fruit, and it's very Christmassy. It's like it, a it, Christmas yeah. cake. It is. It's, I'm trying to reset everything. And it's, <laughs> it's fruit cake. It's fruit cake on the nose. You you nailed it. This is so, this is messing with me. This is a mind fuck right now. Because, why are the noses so much better than the palates on this? Do you think so? I mm, uh, Did you like the palate on two better, or did you like the... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm really thrown off by this. It, I'm, I'm telling you, yeah, it's a mind if. Oh, man. Um... I'm thinking I'm more concerned that the differences between one and two are so different that to the average drinker, you you couldn't go in, and if these were on the shelf, you couldn't go in and be like, I want that Castle and Key bourbon because I like it. If you was to come upon batch two versus batch one, you would be completely thrown off if you if you tried, if you poured it. If you like batch one, I don't know if you're going to like batch two. I don't like batch two. Batch two is Bat, batch, way different. It's it's and astringent? it's not in a good way. No, 
I th- I think it almost lends itself a little bit towards being like like bitter. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Like Oh, oh, it's it's <laughs> You saw a batch one? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's like I'm having like a good. physical reaction to the way that this goes. I'm having just. Oh, shit. Eight. You know what we didn't do? We didn't talk about our pick at New Riff. Yeah, it's fine. It's a great pick. It's a really good pick. I'm sorry if anybody missed out on it, but. Basically, the main thing is we were all in agreement that it came down to two. And <laughs> if if you had. We, we wanted both of them because. One was if you took the regular new riff and just amped it up a bit, yeah. mm-hmm. it would be amazing. And then the one we chose was if you took a new riff single barrel and it was like this like amped up single barrel, a little bit different, you would want it to. And we picked that one. But the fact is we all came down to two. Like the exact same two. Yeah, we we narrowed it down from five down to two, and we all had the same two. God, going back to batch one, God, it's so much better than batch two. So I, much. I, yeah, better. I, I I don't disagree, but I like in a vacuum though. Batch one is still just okay. Like my my initial reaction to it has very much been squashed. Like, I don't think it's as good as I thought it was initially. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. My. <laughs> yeah. It's like batch one. It's not bad. You're not going to. You're. I could drink batch I one. I could drink batch one. If I have batch one and two side by side, I, I'm not drinking batch two at all. Like, I don't even want to go back and drink batch two again. <laughs> I mean, oh, and thanks uh, to uh, Bluegrass Hole, uh, yeah, our Chris buddy, Havens. Uh, Chris Havens, uh, friend of the show. He gave us a sample of Batch 2, and he acquired the um, Batch 1 bottle for me, and I got from him. So he's helped us out a lot. Um, he's part of the Lexington, uh, is he? Yes, Lexington Bourbon Society. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but yeah, thanks for that. Um but man, I don't know. Side by side, batch one all day. And and even then, I mean, it's just not. It's just not great. <laughs> I want it to be. I really want it to be great. But I'm I'm just kind of okay with it, you know. Yeah. Ah, batch two. Like I'm. I have less <clears throat> than half an ounce. In my glass of batch two. And I still am like, I don't want to go back and drink that. No. Oh, it's like asparagus. It's it you know what it, it's got like a weird root kind of vegetable flavor to it. It yeah, tastes dirty. It's almost like Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's like freaking I love rhubarb notes, but it's like This is bad rhubarb. It's like but it's like the rhubarb is <sighs> Overshadowed by dirt. I've got all this tension in my back now. <laughs> Perry's pissed right now. So mad. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. But this is a very 
this is a very broken bourbon. Well, the you fact- know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't have the the <sighs> unity that it should. I'm kind of mad because, yeah, because... And I take back what I said earlier about it being, you know, their own flavor profile. Because I don't think they've figured that out yet. I'm I'm more upset because batch one and two are so different. Yeah. Because... Let's, let's, they shouldn't be. Let's be honest. People around us right now in Lexington that aren't as into bourbon, they went for this. Like, this was a big deal yeah. to them. Like, this was announced on the news here. This was put out everywhere. And you got batch one. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then if you were like, I want to get another bottle, and you went and got batch two, you're going to be... I mean, maybe you won't. All our palettes are different, but like batch one and two are completely different and not in a good way. Yeah. So. So there we are. It's just uh, like we still need to do our our oh I'm numbers ready. and everything yeah. for it, but um let let's just go batch by batch because okay. I I am gonna get confused <laughs> if I throw out too many numbers. Batch one. Batch one knows. Uh, two. I'm giving it a two. Uh, I'm three. I was when I smelled this, I really liked it. So my initial reaction is three. I I. Uh, I was okay with the nose. I don't know. Going back to one. it more, I'm like, I'm. The nose is just kind of weird to me. I'm still okay with it. I think it's like this kind of cherry caramel apple thing, but I'm okay with I'm okay with it. I uh, palette, I'm going 2.5. 2. I wanted the nose to be more like the palette and it wasn't. The finish is probably the best part of this. Even then, it's not, like, blowing me away. Uh, I got to give it a three. Uh, I said 2.5. It was okay. Wasn't much there, but yeah, it was all right. Um, I don't know. Uh, let, let's talk about the price before we, like, give our scores. Okay. So, it it is $60-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't decide whether or not I want to give both of them the same score on price because of what they are or if i want to go base like like product by product batch by batch i will probably give them both the same i think i probably will as well um look it's really cool that this historic distillery has been revived and there's a new product out from it that came about because there was a passion to you know show up and show out with this this historical place um i wish that the product was better that actually went into the bottle but that being said i i think that it's still a collector's piece and truth be told this might not be for me i think it could be for plenty of other people uh this will probably age pretty well also like you know if if when if and when this becomes like a dusty bourbon. I, I could see this being something that people think is quite good by that time, like 50, 60 years from now. 
Um, <laughs> That's a long fucking time. But but I'm just saying, like, I mean, I'm like, 50, 50 years ago was when you know the the 1970s Turkey that we love so much. That's true. Was around, and I mean, like, we How we talked that though. Uh, like eight to twelve years. I mean, that's fair. That's yeah, totally fair. True. But I, I just like looking into the future of this product. Um, I don't see people, you know, coming back to it eventually and being like, I don't know about this. Like, I think that it's going to be colored a little bit by the fact that right. it is uh, a kind of a like bourbon cultural touchstone. So I, I'm, I'm. I I don't dislike the price on it. I just wish the the product inside was better. Um, all in all, I think the price is a four. Okay, <laughs> I gave it a two point five. No, that's fine. That's fine. It's just like, the, I gave it right down. Okay, I gave it right down the middle. Out of five, two point five, whatever. Yeah, I gave it right down the middle because it's affordable. It's a good way to take a chance, but I don't know. Like, I feel like once I took a chance, like, I wasn't, I'm not as pleased with what I paid for it. Yeah. But I'm at 12.5. I'm at, <laughs> I'm at 11.5. I don't know how you came out higher Did than... I do the math wrong on that? <laughs> Lord, I don't know. I don't know what I did. Um, it, it, it's, it's not that this is a like straight up recommend for me. Um, I do think though, that if you see it, ugh, pick up a bottle. I, I hate, uh, I don't like that. I'm being so contradictory, but I do think that this, I think this it, is an important piece of bourbon history that I think we are being witness to right now. I, Does that make sense? Yes. It does. I think it's. <laughs> I hate that I'm justifying so much of this. <laughs> it is because it's it's the first bourbon to come out of Castle Key in how long? Like the original. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember but exactly. But you're right. It's worth picking up just to see how you feel about it. Yeah. Because it's just us thinking what we feel about it. You could like it, but if you don't, sit it there and. Like Perry said, fifty years down the road, you've got. I hate, a, I hate to be that, but way. you've got a piece of history, like you really do. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying that, like you know, hold it on, hold on to it for fifty years, and then see what you think about it by the time that you know you're in your twilight years. But, <laughs> but I, I think the four years. Ago. But like you know, the the twenty and thirty somethings in twenty seventy. You know, they might see this, like, see an original bottle of this and be like... Well, if they keep going, it would be cool to be like, here's the first batch of Castle Exactly. Here's the 20th batch or whatever. By, by that time, they're, like, injecting bourbon directly into your brain yeah. because that's it's, the it's, technology it's a, of the time. Yeah, you go to the liquor store and, like, here's your computer chip. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't think that it's a bad thing to, to have around. I, no. I am I am happy that we have a bottle. <laughs> now we do um uh, and i gotta be honest with you the only time i think i'm gonna pour any more of it out is just to kind of show people what it's like but i'm not i mean we got plenty of empty bottles i'm gonna pour you plenty <laughs> give me give me half of that yeah yeah half of that is going to you right now <laughs> yeah that's fine uh batch two though 
I like I like the nose a lot on t- <laughs> batch two. I'm giving I'm gonna give it a three point five. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three. Um, I I like the nose. Mm. I'm giving the palette mm. a two. Mm-hmm. I ha- I absolutely do not like the palette on this. It's not the worst thing I've ever had, so I can't give it a zero or a one. But compared to batch one, it's not good. It's not good at all. Like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I I'm giving the 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 palette a one point five. Okay. I don't I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't. I think it's hard. It's kind of hard to drink. Um, I think the finish brings it back up a little bit. Starts getting kind of. You don't like the finish? Mm-mm. I think it starts getting kind of like an orange Julius. Like like just, citrusy and vanilla y and like I I like it at that point, but at the same time, like I'm going a little bit like ah, I kinda tastes like pledge. But <laughs> I gave it a one point five. Ooh. Yeah. We that that is very I only mean, because uh, there is a finish, but that's it. I'm giving it a three. Okay. I I don't dis I don't dislike them. <laughs> I just I just thought there was a finish there and that was all it did for yeah. me. Uh, keeping the price at the same score of a four. Um, that was weird. Um, nobody else heard that but us. Oh, but okay. I just hit my space bar and it made a weird noise. It did this. Boop. <laughs> Sound like a wood block. Um, uh, my my final score comes out to a twelve out of out of twenty. Which is weird because my last one was eleven point five. Am I doing the my math wrong? <laughs> I don't know. What, what's your score on 9. this? Nine point five. Is that right? Give me, give me your your scores again. Dang it. Okay. Uh, nose. Okay, we had to do some math there. Sorry. <laughs> Bless. Hey, two reviews in one. You're you're putting a lot of pressure on yeah, me, Perry. But um, so I, it's weird that my my score came out higher than yours for batch two. Um, but I I think that like it, it doesn't it doesn't drink great. But I think that like everything else around it is not that bad. I don't like batch two at all. I don't. I I mean. I would. It's weird because it scored higher, but I just prefer batch one overall. Yeah, if, if <laughs> I wanted just, another bottle of this, I, this I would is, get batch one. This is the only time that I feel like our scoring system is so flawed that it doesn't even matter. But like, the thing is, like, if I'm being consistent with price, like that's going to skew things in the wrong direction. It's at a good know? price though, to where you, at least in my sense, you can afford to grab one and if you're disappointed you can use it for blinds you can use it for comparisons and all that it's it doesn't break that $80 to $100 mark so I'm I'm okay with that but man (laughs) that's all I'm saying no I get it I totally totally get it um I am I am happy that the the way that we have experienced this is no different from you know where we are right now yeah. but i i wouldn't have i would have felt so much worse about it if i waited like in line Mm-mm. 
to grab a bottle. Oh my god, I would have hated myself. Yeah, I'm just gonna go back to this curly. <laughs> oh, shit. that's a good idea. But yeah, bluegrass hole, bluegrass hole on Instagram. Chris Havens, thanks for the hooking. best, the best handle. Yes, on <laughs> all of thanks for helping media. us get these and review them. We appreciate that. So, dude, going back to the curly though, it's like night and day. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you said it? Well, shit. Is that our longest running joke? I think so. At least since aside I aside from uh, our our basement dwellers. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know what I want to revisit? Dystopia Chuck E. Cheese. First episode. Whoa. <laughs> we were talking about Chuck E. Cheese, and like it was like Mad Max style. Dude, I gotta go back and listen to that. Yeah. I I don't remember that super well. Curly, dude. Curly's great, man. Mm. So good. Okay. Well, uh, tips and bits. <laughs> tips and bits. <laughs> um, I gotta recommend uh this is YouTube related. This is it's an inner it's okay. So I'm not the biggest fan of Barstool. <laughs> good because they suck. <laughs> no, not not all of it. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever listened to any of Caleb Presley's interviews? No, I don't think I have, actually. Okay. That's, this is all, this is your style right here. Okay. Um, I enjoy some of Barcelona stuff. Uh, it's sports and pop culture related, but this is called Sunday Conversation. Mm. And it's, it's about, they're like five-minute interviews with like rappers, wrestlers. Oh, and, cool. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's Caleb Presley. He's got this very like dry, awkward humor. And he doesn't do, it's not a serious conversation. I mean, he spins it in a way that just makes you laugh the whole time. And my favorite kicker is his co-host just sits in the on the side and eats ice cream. <laughs> so that's his whole stick. <laughs> that's the co like he'll say like what do you think about this and he'll be mid eating ice cream and he'll have to stop and be like uh yeah like do that. And it reminds me of us because it's like what if we were doing a serious conversation and you cut to me and I'm just eating a snack cake. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously like after we're done, I'm going to show you one of these. It's They're like five-minute conversations on YouTube. It's Sunday Conversation with Caleb Presley. He does he does Randy Orton. He does rappers. He does, like, athletes. It's, it's amazing. That's awesome. I'm telling you, and it's just this weird, serious-slash-dry humor conversation that they have. Right. And... You cannot tell me you will watch one of those and not laugh. I mean, I think I think I will. <laughs> I, I know you will. Yeah, I'm saying the listener. Um, I, but be- before we get to uh, my tips and bits, I want to mention that our uh, our poll results are astoundingly <laughs> defiant. Um, yes has zero percent of the votes. <laughs> 
And no has 100% of the votes. So by asking people, are you influenced by products earning medals? I, it seems like folks do not give a crap <laughs> if they go sense. to a competition. Makes sense. And they, they earn something. Um, I, I've got a few things that I, I want to recommend. Not, not a whole lot that I you know want to get too deep into. Um, there's a, a musical artist that... I, okay. Uh, Marie doesn't want me to talk about Marie! them, apparently. Um, that I've been listening to quite a bit. Uh, his name's Kamasi Washington. And I sent you... I sent you one of his songs a oh, while about yeah. uh, a while back excuse me uh, called street fighter moss mm-hmm. yep um and it's it's kind of like if there's ever such a thing as urban jazz i think that's a, <laughs> a good way of I putting would it 100% agree but it it's it's got this like backbeat to it that feels like hip hop and r&b but he is so clearly influenced by jazz yeah by by you know just old style saxophone playing and it's so good it's so so good and that one song street fighter moss is so accessible i feel like i put it on one of my workout playlists like i have like a hip-hop one and then have like a rock one i put that on my i listen to it a lot it's so good (laughs) it's it is it's really good i just think it's phenomenal um I'm gonna do something I've I've not ever really done before too. Oh shit! And I need I need a second to because it's been a while since I've I've put this guy on my uh, my tips and bits list. Yeah, I do have a tips and bits list that I try to. Uh, Am I supposed to be doing that? No, you don't have to. I just I I do it because like, um, it's just easier for me to like keep track of things. It, it's it's rare that I do anything that's like inspirational stories or uplifting or, or whatever. But I I and I never watch ESPN. But for some reason, and I cannot remember exactly when it happened, but I caught this story of this guy called uh, Chris Nikic, N I K I C. I he is a twenty twenty one year old athlete with Down syndrome. Uh, and he is amazing. He completed the Florida Ironman in 2020. Uh, ever since then, he completed the Olympic triathlon, uh, uh, two more Ironman competitions, uh, and he's now also a public speaker. And he's got this list of things that he wants to do before he's 23, uh, as well, um, some of these dates have passed, so I think that you know he might have uh, he might have crossed some of these goals. But like doing a children's book, uh, doing the Hawaiian Ironman, <clears throat> um, uh, it's it, doing the New York City Marathon. Oh lord! Too. I mean, it, he is insanely inspirational, um, and he's he's got this thing called the One Percent Better Challenge, which just is is trying to you know and encourage people to accept right you know right differentiations in in who we are uh but it's got three three different goals uh down syndrome awareness 
accept the 1% better challenge, um, which uh, he says, just for 30 days, do what I've been doing for two years in my journey to Ironman and help someone with special needs to do the same. Uh, and three is just like next steps uh, buy a shirt free. I know it's a little like trying to sell merch, but uh, buy a shirt for you and the person you want to sponsor. Set a 30 day goal on what you want to achieve and uh, post your progress with your partner on social media to raise awareness. And I don't know, like I, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, I read about him and I, I see things about Chris and I, I, I just like, inspired by by what he does i mean like yeah. any any time that like i like just even in the back of my mind i'm like ah, i can't do that like that's just too much it's like I th- but other people have overcome so much more than i have to so accomplish much more goals than both of us, yes. like it, it's it, there's no reason for me to not you know set out to actually right. accomplish things no i feel um you. and it, it he's just one of those guys yeah so uh go check out chris um chris nykick I, I and again I think that's how it's pronounced. N I K I C. He's just awesome, man. Just really, really cool stuff. But anyway, I think that's it. That's I, it. I don't have any other tips and bits. I think Marie's gonna serenade us. Marie is giving her tips and bits. She right is. Now. Yes. Bark at random people. If you don't like somebody, bark at them. Yell at them. And don't do that. I saw I saw a video the other day of a dog that wasn't he he wasn't barking he was more like yelling <laughs> and it was like he was going oh <laughs> it was so funny man it was so i have to i have to dig it up and find it for you before we get out of here marie marie it's fine you're a dog they're a dog we're all dogs Woo! okay i know but I don't care. I'm doing it anyway. I don't think we're going to be able to escape her barking. <laughs> All right. So we may as well go ahead Marie's and finish, help us finish this out right now. <laughs> if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You're you can so get <laughs> for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show. And at $5, you get all the uncut content the extra shows, the weirdness that we did today. <laughs> if you want to send us an email. It's a really good day of podcasting, though. <laughs> if you want to send us a suggestion, a comment, or a message, or anything else, oh just gosh. send an email to thisismybourbonshop at gmail.com. Uh, we got merch at bourbonshop.threadless.com, Whiskey Mutant merch at whiskeymutant.myshopify.com. If you want to leave a message on the barrel rings, 859-428-8253. That's a voicemail system. We'll play the voicemail and then we'll apply to you. This lady was walking her dog. It's a big like greyhound. Or uh, no, it was a Great Dane. Sorry. And she just stood like in front of our house with her dog. Like didn't move. Didn't move. Just surveying the area. I don't know. I think she was just literally looking at us like, what are you going to do about it? What are you gonna do about it? I know you got a camera on there. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That's what all the barking's about. Apparently, that's is what the, it is. the Great Dane that's running around our neighborhood now. <laughs> um, the animal. All the social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, this is my bourbon podcast, or at my bourbon pod. Uh, on YouTube, Perry goes live every Thursday night at eight. Um, I try to catch him every 
month or so when I can. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> Are you working tonight? <laughs> no, but I got to get ready for my trip. Oh, yeah, that's right. Got to do kid time tonight. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, check out Perry every Thursday night, 8, eight o'clock <laughs> check on me YouTube. Out. Check him out. <laughs> Dude, check me out. Check him out. Look at me. Do it. Have you looked at me yet? Have you looked at me? Check it. Check me. I'm losing weight right now. Dude, you're doing a great job. Thank I'm you. very proud of you for Thank that. You. No joke. Um, if you want to follow me at Whiskey Mutant on social media, and then just, just, just send your friend a message. Hey, just let them know if they like whiskey or bourbon or pop culture. Just send them a text. Say, hey, check out this is my bourbon podcast. Well, here's here's the thing too. If you leave. I'm trying to get this to stick and it's not working. Oh, yeah. Leave a uh, review. But if you leave a review, that helps us so much because it shoots us up in the the search algorithm of whatever podcast app that you're listening through. Uh, and and people can see us more easily. Yeah. So it, it it's not only like a great way to, you know, share your interest with other people. It's also just, you know, it, it helps us, it helps us yeah, out. It helps you us know? out. The the community, I feel like our community has just like spiked a lot recently. Like it's just we we've gotten a lot of positive feedback and and thank you guys so much for doing that and and being you know present and being aware and being willing to communicate with us as yeah, well. I, exactly. I like that's the biggest thing is that you know it, I don't need like constant reassurance that everything I'm doing is is good, but. I mean, it is kind of nice to hear every now and then that yeah, it really you all is. like what we're doing. So, anyway, uh, were you done? I, I think know. so. Did I know? <laughs> <laughs> Just tell you, tell people I've about got, us. I've got no idea. Um, but I think that does it for this week, guys. Again, just. Thank you so much for listening. Um, yes. Tickets to the live show. Get the, the live link. show tickets. Yes, absolutely. Book your hotel. Stay uh, with us. It's Hang cheap. Out. It's pretty cheap. Yes. Too. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <laughs> Close to everything. Um, and that does it. Next week, I have no idea what's going on, but we'll be back for it. We'll regardless. be regardless. We'll, we will be here. We'll I be hope here. you'll be here too. Hopefully. I'm pointing at my computer like it's like I hope my computer's, computer's gonna like, be fuck here. You, I'm not going. Yeah, I'm, screw I'm, you, dude. I'm not gonna be here. I'm gonna go jump off a cliff. <laughs> I'm gonna pour bourbon on myself. <laughs> I'm gonna go meet Pete Samuels. Pete! Pete! Is Pete, Pete. No. It'll be okay. <laughs> Pete's gonna take care of it. Trust us. Pete! Pete is Pete! Let's go! Alright, that does it for this week, guys. Thank you again for listening. We love you guys so much. We'll see you really, really, really soon. Like in a couple hours for me, because I'm gonna be doing this live stream. Live. Until then. Pete is Pete! <laughs> <laughs> Until then, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast. <laughs>